sorry. I just need. I, I just needed one more. Uh, you uh, realize... Drink of. Uh... <laughs> Are you high right now? <laughs> oh my god! Then <laughs> <laughs> I just hear. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you think I don't know that sound? Come on, Carrie. But, uh, that's gonna actually sound good coming back, like through like the audio, because you could probably really hear it. Yeah, you definitely could. <laughs> There's no hiding that now. <laughs> so I just got done watching uh, a movie called Tully. Have you heard of that one? I heard Tully. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, but I have no idea. So it's, Is... it's Charlize Theron. Okay. Or yes, else... and she like has a baby or something. Yeah, like, the way the movie's marketed is it was, like, an ode to mothers and stuff. And so I originally was, like, I told my wife, I was, like, you know, I'll, I'll like, the, it was around, like, when Deadpool 2 or something was coming out. And I was just, I was trying to get my wife and my, my dad friend's wife on, like, a mom date, basically, like... Because the deal is, we had just seen, like, Avengers Infinity War, and so, and Deadpool came out, like, a few weeks after that. And yeah. so there was no way I was going to get to see two movies in a row that close together, unless I got her and, like, the other wife to see a movie. And so I was trying to get him to watch this movie, but it never happened. And so... It came out on DVD or whatever, and I rented it. And, you know, it's supposed to be, like, this ode to mothers. And it actually... And, like, it's hard to tell if it's, like, a comedy or what it's going to be. It ends up being, like, kind of this weird film, like, about postpartum psychosis. Oh, God. <laughs> it's got Mackenzie Davies in it, who I super have a crush on like i really love her i need to watch halt and catch fire because she's in that apparently uh-huh yep i super love mm-hmm. her but um apparently she was imaginary the whole time in that movie spoilers by the way for for people that want to watch a mom basically a lifetime movie <laughs> that's so weird because it's not even like when i saw the trailers for it i honestly thought it was like you know, wife has baby and is depressed. Like, I didn't know it was going to go like that. It's marketed as a comedy. Yeah, well, see, like, the, the thing about the movie, which is an amazing idea, like, for from my point of view. So, apparently, they have these things called night nannies, which, basically, you hire someone to come and live at your house, but only at night. And they oh. take care of your baby. At so, night? Yeah, so that you can sleep. And then when, like, the baby needs, like, wakes up and needs the feed, they'll take the baby up to you, let you feed it, and then they'll take the baby back downstairs. And, like, you know, they'll entertain it, or they'll rock it, or they'll just sit with it while it sleeps and watch TV, or, you know, and so they, they kind of, like, eat at your house and sleep at your house, and then and they clean a bit, you know, while the baby's sleeping. And when you wake up, you know, your house is clean, and you get, like, a, a well-rested baby, apparently. Which sounds like an amazing idea, and that's kind of what Tully is in the movie, what Mackenzie Davies is in the movie. Yeah. But it turns out that it was just, like, Charlize Theron being, like, super sleep-deprived and having this postpartum psychosis and just imagining her the whole time. Which is crazy. Like, the movie takes yeah. a crazy turn. Because at, like, one point, 
Gooch, the Night Nanny, Mackenzie Davies, like, basically, her and Charlize Theron go and, like, I don't know, like, it's basically like Charlize Theron lets her bang her husband. I mean, you know, she is, you know. And it, it, like, it comes out of nowhere, and you're thinking, all right, so the night nanny is now banging her husband, and then you you get it later that it was like her younger self that she was imagining, and so she had kind of like gone back into like her younger self, and she banged her husband. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I don't know, there's like a car yeah. wreck and a mermaid and shit, like, I, and I just mentioned mermaids, which you're thinking... I know they're real. Did they cast one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that time of year again when, yeah, I get the Discovery Channel already shows that documentary that makes me think mermaids are real. Yeah. So you just watched Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. Did you like that? Um, yeah, I and then I enjoyed it a lot more than... I thought I would because I kept like saying like no I don't really care about Spider-Man like whatever and then like I saw like the YouTube clip of the Infinity War when he um, you know is turning to dust and he's like I don't want to go and I started crying and then I was like well maybe I do want to watch Spider-Man and then I think I was looking for a movie and I'm like you know fuck it and I watched it and oh my god I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. And the thing is about that movie, and, like, this is super spoilers for both movies, but, like, whenever Peter does turn the dust in Infinity War, you're going to get hit, like, so much harder. I mean, you'll know it's yeah, coming. Well, but the- I was going to say, that's my problem tomorrow, because I, I, what, my, what my deal is, I have no way to get to the movies, to all our listeners who are catching up. Right. So I usually Wikipedia and, like, you know, read about the movies well, everyone else is watching them, and then when they come out in digital, I watch them. So tomorrow is Infinity War time for me. And right. I'm, like, trying to... I'm like, how do you emotionally prepare for this? Yeah, I know. I mean, and it's... I don't think there's an answer, because, like, right. I just... I don't know. Like, I know everything that's going to happen, but I'm still, like, I don't think I can... I'm like, can I have more tissues? Do I need, like, anxiety pills? <laughs> Right. It's a, it's one thing to like know what's going to happen. It's another thing to actually watch it happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. I don't know. But okay. like, I thought my main thing with watching Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, was like, I'm like, oh, it's like aimed for like teenagers. Like, I'm too old for this. Like, whatever. But I actually, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And you did mention that Michael Keaton was like really good as a villain, and he was. He was yeah. amazing. Yeah, now that that car ride scene when he, like, because usually in movies, you know, it'd be like, oh, the bad guy kind of finds out that he might be Spider-Man, but he doesn't say anything about it. But in that, he's just like, you know, I want to talk to Peter for a second. You go on in. Yeah, that was so tense. Like that whole scene, you're holding your breath. When he opened the door and it was Michael Keaton, I went, oh my God, like, her dad's the villain. And then I thought like, oh, wow, this is like. And that whole scene with them in the car, and you know, like Liz, the um, the daughter is just like on her phone, not really paying attention. And meanwhile, like Peter Parker and villain dude are like, you know, looking at each other in the mirror. And I'm like, oh my god, this is bad. This is real bad. That's oh, so good, but yeah, it, it makes the whole like 
because uh, throughout Infinity War, it's basically Tony Stark and, and Spider-Man. Like, they, they pretty much stick together from the moment Spider-Man shows up. And so Tony Stark's like the super mentor to, to him. And so whenever yeah, he basically dies in his arms, then it makes it... That's why that clip is on YouTube and, and why then, people... Like, you know what's bothering me, too, is I think I wrote you and I was like, this is weird that I'm like like checking out like aunt may like i feel really weird right now because it's marissa tomei and like she looks amazing and i'm like huh this is weird and then i'm like well um hold on i'm um wait i lost my train of thought aunt may oh when peter dies in affinity war all i can think of is like how is aunt may gonna handle that aunt may's totally dust as well no i'm just kidding i don't i don't know that but i who knows? Like, the thing is, and I was thinking about this the other day, because I, I also watched Homecoming just because we were talking about it, and I was like, oh, I want to watch it again. The, like, in the animated Spider-Man cartoon, Aunt May was always, like, this super old grandma-looking, like, lady. Yeah. And it's like, Peter Parker's supposed to be in high school. It's like, why is his aunt, like, 70 years old? <laughs> I mean, you think about it, that's kind of how it is. Like, you know, in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, he's, he's like, in college, basically. Yeah. So, sure, I, I could I could maybe see, like, 60-year-old, which, uh, you know, she might have been she might have been around then. But this is supposed to be, like, 14-year-old Spider-Man. So his aunt should be, like, you know, late 30s, early 40s. And, yeah. And so, yeah, I think they did a good job casting her. And it, it's kind of funny because Tony Stark has a huge crush on her. Yeah, that was, I think I remember, uh, what was it, uh, Civil War? Is that when, like, he meets Aunt May, Tony Stark, and he's, like, hitting on her or something? And then, yeah. like, he says something in Homecoming about her. Because he's, he's Tony Stark. Like, it's. And you know who else I really loved in Homecoming was Happy. Like. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he was. It was hilarious because, like, in the whole beginning of, like, Homecoming, like, all Peter does is, like, wait for a phone call. And then he leaves town. Happy's like, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) I just checked your GPS and I was like, oh, my God, this is so, yeah, it was great. I really liked it. I liked how uh, Ned Ned wanted to be the guy in the chair. And that just kind of made me think of all the CW shows. So they always have the guy in the chair or the girl in the chair. It's uh, so true. So true. And then even with the Flash, with Flash Thompson, they she said something about you can't be like f- the fastest man or something. Like they kind of yeah. threw some digs in there about that. Yeah, that was confusing to me because I'm like, who the fuck is this kid named Flash? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, because they they've got so many Flashes in comic books. Like they have the Flash and they have Flash Gordon and then Flash Thompson and Flash Thompson eventually becomes Agent Venom. Yeah. Which is a fun fact, but he's he's Peter's high school bully. Like, he's kind of a cool character and that, like, they did an okay job on him because he's just supposed to be a bully. But, like, later on in his life, you find out that he's, like, Spider-Man's biggest fan. And so you have to imagine being Peter and, like, having your high school bully that torments you day and night being also your biggest fan. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's super cool. I think he goes into the military just because he like wants to be a hero like Spider-Man and ends up losing his legs. Crazy shit. So 
You want to talk a little TV? I don't know. What, what have you been I mean, watching? What, well, we've also been watching Cloak and Dagger, which... Oh, yeah, we haven't talked Cloak and Dagger. <clears throat> we've been holding yeah, off on so that. Yeah, so it's only... I I thought this was going to be like the usual 13 episodes, but we only have 10 episodes. Yeah. And this whole time, it's like it's... I get... Well, here's my thing. This is my same problem with Runaways. Um, like, do we need to see the origin story on TV? Is that what, like, a, you know what I mean? The first season of a show. Right. Like, do we need to see the origin story of them coming together? Or could we just jump into it? I like how Arrow kind of did it. Yeah. Like, I think that's why Arrow worked so well, especially in the first few seasons, is because you do jump into it. And then you get, they basically treat the origin as a mystery. Like, you just slowly learn the origin for, like, the first five seasons. And I kind of like that format. Yeah, because you have, like, you you use flashbacks well, like, you know. And and the problem with with Runaways is, like, the whole first season, they weren't Runaways except for, oh, my God, I forgot her name. Molly. (laughs) Molly was, like, the only one that ran away. I I remember when when we were watching that together like the very last minute of the show where you're like oh my god now they're runaways (laughs) and And, like this whole time you and i have been back and forth while watching cloak and dagger and be like they need to be cloaking and dagging they need to be like let's work together and i you know i don't think we've seen like bits and pieces of things but at the end of it it's always them getting into an argument and like i don't want to talk to you like stay out of my life and then they end up back together and I don't know, but this, the season finale is this week, Thursday? Yeah. Right. Whatever. And, um, I don't know, like, it's, I feel like for 60 minutes, like, I, it's going to be too much in one episode. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I feel like we usually say that shows need to be cut back big time, but we're usually saying that about shows that have like 23 episodes. Yeah. I feel like in this case, the show needed 13 just because of how slow of a role it's had. Like, it, it's really started slow, and, like, they didn't even really start, like, getting a hang of their powers till like, episode five or so. So, here's my question that I haven't mentioned to you yet. Okay, so the Roxon, the Roxon Oil Company people, they basically were digging for some kind of fuel, and whatever they, whatever line they hit, it turned the workers into like zombie killers or something. Yeah, basically. And then so and then you saw this last episode, right? With uh what happened at the end with the Right. Okay. Yeah. And so now it's happening again. Like what what kind of, what is it that makes them turn into zombie killer people? Do you know? Is it the, in the comics? They mentioned a name that sounded like it would have came from the comics, like Ravager or Rager. Or, I forget what they called them, but I meant to look it up on the, like a Marvel wiki just to see yeah, if like, that was like a Yeah, like what kind of fucking, what energy is, like, because it confuses me because I'm like, what is it that with some people it turns them into zombie killers, but somehow it gave like Cloak and Dagger, Cloak and Dagger, like it's just really kind of weird. Well, like, the weird thing about Cloak and Dagger, like, their their powers are super, like, ambiguous, like, the way, like, they haven't even explained them at all, which, like, I I sent you that comic book uh, intro because it explains their powers, and I was just like, you know, that, that actually helps me a bit, but in the show, 
like, I don't know, they, they both basically die at the same time as the power, like, comes to them. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is we, we, we're coming up on, it shows in the promos here, like, the trailer, it was like, one must live and one must die. That's dumb. And so here, yeah, here's my thing, is, like, you're going to try to sell me on a show that's saying one of these characters is going to die, but, like, we both know that you know, they're not really going to die, so how did this get, you know? Let, well, like, so, I was a bit confused by the show, just because, like, the... And I only know one version of Cloak and Dagger. And I, that's the only version I ever read. I don't even know if I read it. It's possible that I saw it in an animated show. Yeah. Or something. But the, the version that I knew, they basically were high school sweethearts and were, like, super in love. And they, they're, they like, going to prom together and they get in a car wreck in their limo and die. And then they wake up basically like link to each other with these powers. And so like, they're basically like stuck with each other yeah, because of how their powers work and stuff. And so like, I don't know, it's weird that the show that they're so separated and that they're hardly ever together. Yeah. And so like, I'm hoping that if it gets a season two, which I'm, I'm sure it will. It, yeah, it already has gotten one, yeah. Yeah, right. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. But I hope that that season really, like, brings them, just keeps them together. Because, I mean, the show's called Cloak and Dagger, not Cloak or Dagger. Like, yeah. Like, for fuck's sake. Like, the runaways need to actually, like, be runaways and using <laughs> their powers, like, and shit like that. I don't know. And, you know, like, I do understand, like, let's say like you know for people not familiar with the comics which i mean even i'm not familiar with the comics and i'm saying these long origin seasons are a little bit too much for me right and you know like you have to think like you know i get i i part of me gets why i had to have watch like nine episodes of this but part of me wishes like we keep saying like they need to be together more they need to be together more and yeah i don't know it's gonna be like very rushed for 60 minutes because we also have that separate storyline with first of all there's some kind of disaster coming to new orleans that they haven't even touched upon yet like there's some kind of catastrophe coming yeah the whole thing then we have the cop storyline yeah i don't know like what they're doing like the cop so they've got voodoo woman basically like i don't really know her name but Woman. I call her Voodoo Woman because she kind of does the the bad juju. Like, who knows what she's doing with those 3D printed figures? But yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn! Like that. That's super impressive. Like, she's got some real skill. She could get a like a job doing stuff like that. But instead, she's doing Voodoo tours. But so she, in the last episode, she was like, you know, you basically wait long enough to see yourself become the villain and they switch to the cop. And so is it like the lady cop is going to become a bad guy or like, man, I feel bad for her, man, that she's had a rough season. Like, first of all, like, like she comes on, like you think she, like she comes on and you know, she's trying to help out Tyrone and whatever. And then like, she ends up, I don't know what, dating another cop and then the mean older cop like stuff in the fridge yeah which wow that was a great i mean it wasn't great as it that was like i didn't expect that at all 
That was like, Dexter not at shit. All. And then she just got her ass beat. The last he beat the shit out of her the last episode. Yeah, in front of all those cops, and it was just yeah. like, okay. So all those cops are dirty as well. Yeah. So it's like, you know, what I think at this point, like, she may become a like. Who knows? She may become a villain. She may become a villain of the cops. Like, who knows? I don't know. She might be like she, a female she, Punisher type thing. I think it's funny that they that they're putting that like icebox murder basically on Tyrone. It's like what kind of like sixteen year old kid could do that shit? Yeah, and like how how much evidence did they just fake to make that possible? I mean, I get if they're all super corrupt that it's possible, but I don't know. But I I think it's good. Um, I, I'm super into it. Like, I think out of all the shows I watch, it's the one show that I look forward to watching. Yeah. Like, I, I, I force, like, time, basically, to watch the show, which I don't do with a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Beergid O'Reilly. I'm going to look up her. I'm going to Google her. God, reject advertising cookies. Oh, she is a, is she a bad guy? Is she a bad guy? I don't know. Maybe. She is a bad guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe she's going to be the season two villain. She Ooh. is a bad guy, Carrie. Her name's Mayhem. Oh, well, listen, a... I'm going to tell you, if if I was working for the cops and they, first of all, cut up my boyfriend and put him in a fridge and then just beat me down in a bar full of cops, I think I would become a villain. Yeah, definitely. Though though Bridget O'Reilly died, she was reborn as Mayhem. I wonder if there's some oh, kind she's, of like she's a weird... vigilante. I wonder if there's gonna be some kind of weird energy thing. Maybe she gets hit with something and next season, like what I I don't even know what to call the energy because I don't understand it. It's like this all I can call is glowing white power pot like glowing white light. Like I don't know. It's like you daggers. Hit, you you hit a friggin' energy line or oil line and you get turned into a zombie. That, uh, was some, this, that was weird. Weird. You know, apparently she's a zombie, basically, that has gas powers. <laughs> <laughs> Green gas that constantly surrounds her. When others are exposed <laughs> to the gas, it can create a paralyzing effect. Best picture ever. And she's got claws. The expedite the absorption of her gas. <laughs> She's a farting zombie, basically. Uh, she can fly. Okay, that's never going to happen. She's technically dead, but it may be possible that she cannot be killed. Okay, so... She's totally going to... Is she going to die? Oh, maybe she's the one that's going to die. Or maybe, yeah, maybe she dies and then gets reborn as Gasmaster. <laughs> yeah. All I know is, like, if you look at, like, if you Google image dagger, like, Marvel dagger. Yeah. All of, like, like, I would say, like, 60 to 70% of the photos of her show her with, like, huge major cleavage. Like yeah. She's got, like, these boob windows and everything. And then once they started, once they decided to like do this show, they got rid of those. Yeah. And so, like, she was like the super like over sexualized character until they got rid of those 
or decided to use her, and then they put her in like a jumpsuit with a collar, basically. But I don't know. I I think the actors are really good. They have like good chemistry. Oh yeah, like I swear, to, like I there. I don't know. If, I I haven't looked in like googled the actors or i don't follow them on social media so i don't know if they have significant others but if they don't they should be together because they just have tons of chemistry <laughs> shipping them already i've been watching uh all the netflix oh, i've been watching the iron fest series yeah is i what started I've... i i went i i went back to rewatch and i watched um episode well you know the first episode last night Right. Yeah, uh, I I watched all of Iron Fist, and now I'm kind of watching through Defenders again. I feel like, I feel like I liked Iron Fist more than the Defenders. Is that blasphemy? Like I like the Defenders because I like that they all get together and it's fun to watch them together. Yeah. But my second watch through of Iron Fist, I found myself really enjoying it. Like I, I feel like it's much better the second time through. Yeah, because I also feel what, like with the Defenders, we got eight episodes. I would have liked ten. Right. I feel like we could have done the story differently, but like, and that would have made the Defenders better for me. And the fact, you know, they're not going to do like as of right now, Netflix has no other plans to make another like season of the of the Defenders, which hurts me to my very soul inside like Wait, it they're hurts not doing my soul. another season no, of the defenders they have no plans right now to do another season of the defenders That's so, so i know it like hurts me to my soul because they're always like oh you know it's so complicated to get all the actors together at one time i'm like is it though is it because i could help you with that like Great. But yeah, so it, it hurts me because I like the crossovers. Like with this season with Luke Cage, we got Danny for only one episode, but I think we should have had more Danny. Right. Always need more Danny Rand. I just think they need to get rid of the Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Like after Iron Fist season two, they just need to, they need to mash them together and do Iron Fist and Power Man. Yeah. Like that season. And then have you know, Iron Man, Power Fist, and Daughters of the Dragon together, and boom, cats. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Warning, we all know I've been under the influence today. <laughs> and you've got, your chi isn't aligned. No. Uh, yeah, so, I I don't know, like, we're, we are getting Misty Knight for Iron Fist Season 2. I'm so excited. So, we are going to get Daughters of the Dragon, but what you and I want is she needs Danny's dragon. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yes. See? That's what we like. I swear to God, are we the only people that are like, you need to bang. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, like the thing is, is people haven't really seen them together yet. Like yeah. in the comics, they have like one of those relationships where they know they're like, like it's awful together. And <laughs> Like, they make each other, like... like It's basically one of those, like, bad romances, like Lady Gaga sings about, like... <laughs> like, they they know that it's bad to be together, but it's just too good to not be. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of like that about them. Like, they, they hate each other for, like, liking each other so much. Yeah. 
uh, and I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do because, you know, in the ad, hashtag ad, GWW um, interviews with the cast, they were like, well, this season's all about Danny and Colleen. And yeah. I'm like, no. But, I mean, Madam Gow did tell Colleen that she's not the one for him. She did. And plus, I mean, I think I mentioned to you, I don't know if I sent it to you or if I imagined sending you the message that, like, it was too easy for Danny and Colleen to be together. Like, they just fell into a relationship. And it yeah. just, like, you know, and they, they've never, I mean, because, again, Danny was raised by monks on a celestial celestial plane, whatever. And, um... Was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, he doesn't, he's never had another relationship. So, I don't know. I think it would be interesting to have a little bit of conflict. Yeah. The super sad thing for me is that Madame Gao isn't listed in the casting for Iron Fist I, season two. You know two. what? I was going to ask you to look, but I haven't had the, I haven't had the energy to kind of. Fuck, it's I, so I didn't, sad. I, I didn't want to know that. And I, I, I had a feeling. Like I think they're they're gonna move away from the hand, at least in like the main story. Like it'd be dumb for Iron Fist to not fight the hand all the time, but no. Like yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think she should show back hoping, up. Like they were showing, um, like we are gonna get some flashbacks for Iron Fist. Um, right. And I was kind of hoping, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like they were flashbacked? did a flashback to like come low and like you saw like a little like i don't know wanted picture with madame Gao's picture you know what i mean like right. i don't know what but, they need to yeah. do this season to make me happy which you know they in the flashback they show iron fist in the mask but they need to like straight up put him in the mask like in the present day i'll be happy okay, if they so do that i've been doing some like crazy stalking lately yeah. um totally legal of finn jones and I guess he was like, um, what do you call it? Like they did a thing where like they, he put something on his Instagram story about like him getting fitted for a bodysuit. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So he is getting a suit this season and oh, it is going to be like a suit suit. But I mean, like I want that mask. If they give him like the, the Iron Fist suit, like I'll forever be, I'll be like a bit gay for Finn Jones. <laughs> just a little bit just a little but i mean so he needs to have the mask in the suit which would make me happy but they have to show the freaking dragon i mean come on they showed it like the dragon's like eyes last season yeah I, I, they have to show it they have to like i don't know i i know i need a dragon like, just, like i mean yeah. game of thrones can do dragons very well on a net, on like a budget, yeah, like, HBO budget. Like, listen, Netflix, you just increased my membership to like ten ninety nine a month. I I yeah. paid for this dragon. Maybe they <laughs> increased your membership just to CGI a dragon. Exactly. Who knows? I don't know. I want to see the dragon because that's such a cool moment in the comics. I don't know, but I I, I really enjoyed Iron Fist. Um, the rewatch. So of that. you still you're you're still um, waiting for time to watch to watch, uh, watch the end of Sense Eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. Because, Damn. man, I wish like I, I don't know 
it is like watching the longest movie ever. Like that's the feeling you get. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait till you see Infinity War. <laughs> that's like three hours long. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. And I was try- when I was watching it, even though I was impaired. Quote. Um. I I was trying to like figure out if there was a point I could tell you like watch up to this amount of like watch up to 35 minutes and 42 seconds and then you know like split it up for you but there's really no proper way to split it up like you have to you have to settle in and watch it as a whole yeah see I don't think like that's the reason why I haven't finished watching um Legion because you were telling me that you should watch that show like back to back and just watch it all in like a bunch and I feel like I feel like I I enjoy doing that as well. Like I just binge watched Iron Fist, but I didn't watch it all the way through. Like I I had it like playing in my ear basically, and I you know because I'd seen it before. So like a a lot of stuff I just kind of listened to, like a lot of the conversations. And when it was like an actual fight scene where n- nothing was being said, then I'd you know I'd pick up my phone and look at it and watch it and stuff like that but i feel like if it's something i know that i'm gonna want to see then i have to like make time for it i wish that they had um with in regards to sensei instead of doing like a whole movie they would have set it up as like uh you know like three separate episodes or something like that right because it it was a lot in one night to go through I mean, there was a lot of action, a lot of shit going on, and yeah, it it was rushed, I'll tell you that, too. Like, it's very, like, by the end of it, you're like, but, and you have so many questions, and that's it. It's over. It's done. Right. It's no more for you. And the way it ends, uh, yeah, yep, yeah. There's a ton of stuff that we haven't even talked about, and um, we're like 38 minutes into our conversation already but like we haven't we haven't covered any of the cw shows since they ended Uh, did you finish supergirl yeah finally yeah pretty trash (laughs) like i I will tell you all right so i actually by the end of last year i did not watch the flash finale no none for you supergirl Fuck that shit. I did. I gave up and just read about the finale. By the end of last year, I was pretty much done with the CW. Like, done. But I will tell you, season four of Supergirl has me slightly intrigued because guess what they're going back to? What? Who's our favorite, one of our favorite characters? Is it Maxwell Lord? Oh, no, I wish that was him, though. No. <laughs> Every time you ask, I feel like you've asked me that like three times, and I always guess Maxwell Lord, and you're always And, now, and then I always go, oh, no, I wish it was. No, Brenda Strong, Cadmus Doctor. Well, we call it Creepy Scientist number one or something like that. Ca- yeah, Cadmus Scientist number going, one and Dr. Creepy. Yeah, they're going back to Cadmus. They're casting people that like are involved in Cadmus. So okay, I'm a little bit pissed off about not having Jeremy Jordan. Right. Win. I, I, I do not accept Brainiac as a substitute. I'm sorry. I want Win. I like uh, Brainy, but yeah. Well, I don't know. 
I really do like Brainy. And wasn't He's... the other fucking Monel like no, none of that. Right. So I don't know. Like they do have me intrigued because I I did like the Catamus storyline. So I may go back to that. Flash, I have a little bit. They'll have to win me back. Yeah, I don't know. Like the thing about Supergirl is, I think they like it. Honestly, should have ended. There was an episode where she like basically is flying with Monel to to Candor or whatever it is, like the bottom, yeah. the hidden city. Yeah. That they're flying to in space, and like she was basically taking him back to like meet her mom and stuff. And Rain had been like just defeated, and by like everyone basically teaming up on her, and like Rain had basically died. Yeah. And I was just like, they really should have ended the season there. Like, it would have been so much better. Like, I know there's a few, like, plot lines with, like, John's dad and Alex and shit. And, I mean, who the fuck cares about Jimmy Olsen? But, like, <laughs> like everyone's plot line would have been unresolved except for her cars. I, I just feel like it would yeah. have been so much better, you know? Yeah, I so I, I don't know. It's kind of... Flash, yeah. Flash was super garbage, like all season, super, gar- super, super garbage. Arrow, I was super pissed that Oliver basically, like that, that whole ending was a mess. I'm the dragon. I cannot. Uh, I'm a dragon. Oliver Queen, I am a dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I can't. What's the, the actor's name? Kirk what? Av- av- avocado? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Avicciato. I I loved him in 12 Monkeys, and literally he makes my skin crawl an arrow. And he's yeah. coming back next year, so great. Yeah, because they didn't even kill him. They didn't even no. get him. It's a fucking black siren. <laughs> fucking Laura Lance. Always fucking shit up. But anyways... Have you, wait a minute. Hold on. Have you seen the, like, two-second trailer for the new season of Arrow where Laura Lance is a district attorney? No. Come on. <laughs> like, is she seriously just going to be Laurel again? No. You're kidding me. Jesus. What are they doing? <laughs> Yeah, so... So stupid. I mean, I will watch Arrow because the woman who took over as showrunner, I really have liked her writing, so I'll give Arrow a chance. But Flash, uh, I don't know. They're going to do something to get me back because I can't take that shit anymore. I'm That's down with Roy Harper being back. Yeah, and he may not be the Roy Harper we know. Oh, fuck that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus, never mind. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I want I want this Roy Harper. In every interview, he keeps saying like it's not the same person. So either like what did he go off and have a gay marriage and then a gay divorce? (laughs) Either a it's it it's a it's a sad Roy who like Theo left you know at the side of the road, Mm. or b it's Earth two Roy or five Roy. It's another Earth Roy. So I don't know. We don't know. Because they're really being tight-lipped with spoilers for Arrow, so I'm good with that. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll respect that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. He keeps saying it's not the same person, and I'm like, well, is he, like, meaning I'm not the same person because I'm upset because Thea dumped me, or am I just not from this earth? 
So another show that sucked, I thought, was Black Lightning. You know, it's like, I think the first two or three episodes were kind of intriguing, and then by the end I was like, what the actual... Uh, yeah, like yeah. the whole thing with freaking Harry Morgan, <laughs> the guy that played Dexter's dad, like him being like some kind of weird spy that was part of like this criminal organization, and he ended up like turning against it. Like all that was so convoluted and dumb. By the yeah. by the by the finale of that show, I was like, wait, was did, did, was that the finale? Like that shit just end? Like okay. I, honestly, the only good CW show last last year was Legends of Tomorrow, and I and I say that with like rose colored glasses because I remember the middle of that season being garbage. Yeah, yeah. But the but I'm, the Bebo fight at the end just won me over big time. Yeah, like a lot of people that I follow on Twitter are like, you know, the Legends are like the superior show because it's a fucking mess of characters. And, like, the most random shit happens, and... Well, it's like, that show as well, right? So that show, like you said, it's a mess of characters. You expect it to be an absolute disaster. And when it's not, you're like, holy shit, that was freaking amazing. But Yeah, and I have to respect a show that, because I'm so intrigued by Bebo, I spent, like, $100 having one shipped over here from the United Kingdom. Right. <laughs> best etsy purchase ever <laughs> i did love the ava sharp uh relationship with sarah lance as much as i loathe katie lots and think she's an awful actress i really did like that um and you know how constantine is gonna be on right yeah yeah i'm super excited about it. i was more excited about next season when i thought wally west was still gonna be on the team oh my god i can't we can't so we have no time to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was bitching but, about that with my friend who watches these shows. Yeah, yesterday. like, it, it's painful. But um, we're going to see a relationship from Constantine's past. And hint, it's not a woman. No, no, he's he's like uh, pansexual or whatever. Yeah, so I like, I'm, I like that, you know, like, they're kind of going to get into that. You know what I mean? And because they do it with Sarah, like, why not, you know, show off Constantine? Yeah, I mean, Constantine bangs demons sometimes, so, I mean, who knows? But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Luke Cage, we both watched Luke Cage since we last talked. Yeah, season, Luke Cage. Have you watched season two? Of Luke Cage? Yeah. Yeah, remember I, like, watched it all in one night? And, I guess you did. Yeah. I thought season two was amazing. Yeah, because I think we had the discussion about how, like, season two of Jessica Jones was, like, trash. It was garbage, yeah. And, like, season two of Luke Cage was, like, beyond. It was, like, wow. It was and so good. Now, it gives me high hopes for uh, season two of Arrow, Arrow, Arrow Fist. That's almost what I said, right? There we go. Arrow Fist. Right. Iron Fist. And then um, uh, Daredevil was filming, so... Oh, it is. I need to. Yeah, like... and I'm not gonna, you know, say that I've been stalking. De What's her name? Deborah something, the one who plays Karen. Wolf Blitzer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah Blitzen. <laughs> I'm stalking her, uh, like Twitter page to see if she's on set at all because <laughs> oh, I want to know. 
and a killer. <laughs> I just looked at Punisher's getting a season two. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Boo. I didn't even finish the Punisher. I have no, I no, I just couldn't. With the, you know, some things go with like some people, they loved it. Me, I just couldn't. I couldn't. It wasn't the Frank Castle that I had known. It was weird. I mean, I like, I liked Punisher. I thought it was okay, but I just, I don't think it needs like it needs the like they should have just stuck with the original idea that we thought they were going to do where it was just like six episodes yeah like punisher comics especially the short ones they're always like so much better than like super long ones and then i don't know have you have you looked at the site at the sci-fi promo for the show that i told you about deadly class no all right you need to watch the trailer because it's based basically it's based on these comics where it's like assassin school or something it's like it's basically like a magician's but with more murder and I'm pretty you know, sure. I'm pretty sure my brother used to read that comic, but I just don't. Yeah, remember. you told me because I sent you. Remember, I said I had started reading them, which I wouldn't read them at night. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But anyways, yeah, I, I'm all in for Assassin School and murder, and it looks good. Yeah. So I don't know when it's premiering though. I have no idea. This is 2019. No way! Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. What is that? That's ages from now. I cannot wait that long. <laughs> Do they not know who I am? <laughs> well, it's only got the pilot up on like IMDb, and it says 2019. I was trying to see. That, like... That's probably like January, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you can consider. Yeah, actually, you can consider January 2019 because it is. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when is that? When's 2019? Is it tomorrow? It's January 2019. Yes, Carrie, it is. Good job. After, you know, the U.S. starts coming back to, to being a respectable country. Um, let's see. Ozark Season 2. I guess we watched Ozark. Oh, yeah. Ozark is coming back. Oh, safe. 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 Oh, safe, right. With Dexter. Speaking of Dexter, how did we not think of safe when we literally mentioned Harry Morgan? Uh, safe was a really cool show. Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't expecting to, like... Well, I wasn't expecting any of what happened to happen. Like, I, I completely had a whole different wacky theory, and I was like, wow, they completely surprised me. Which, right. for someone who watches a lot of TV, i.e. me, like, I watch a lot of shit. So, like, I'm used to things. You're like, oh, it's going to play out like this. So to be completely surprised like that on a show, I was I was grateful. Yeah, your your response to it is 100% mine as well. Because that's exactly what I've been telling people when kind of pitching the show. Like, every episode ends with a, like, in a crazy cliffhanger to the point where you can't like not watch it. Yeah. And then that, that end surprise of who the killer is. And I, I don't even know if I want to say it because people that haven't seen it might want to go check it out. Um, like the two people that listen to this podcast, but like the, who the killer of like blank was like, I don't, I, I don't know if I've seen a show where they like pulled that like that hard of a twist. 
Yeah, no. Like, it was insane. It's only eight episodes, which is really nice. Yeah, it it was eight episodes, and like I said, it was so, it was fresh. It was, like, it it wasn't what we were used to watching. That's like the second you turn it on and you hear Michael C. Hall's English impression, English dialect, you're like, nope, nope, can't watch this. And then you watch for, like, ten minutes later, and you're like, yeah, I guess I can. Yeah, a lot of people complained about that, and the first couple, I think it was like the first two episodes, I I bitched about it, but then I kind of just put it aside, because I got so wrapped up in the whole mystery of it, and trying to guess everything, and yeah, so if if our two listeners, if you haven't watched Safe, check it out. (laughs) Cool. And Ozark is coming back next, well, August. Did you ever remember how Ozark ended? Well, no. Remember, you were like, yeah. Well, you told me on, you told me, and then I remembered about the the hillbillies, and that I'm like, I watched the trailer, and everything came back to me. Okay. Because remember, they're opening up that like stupid casino. They're like laundering money or something. Now, All right? Because they were gonna get the money from the Mexican cartel, but then they ended up just straight up killing him. And like so the- season two, like I kept, I was actually, I watched the trailer for season two and I was like, holy fuck, I want to watch this now. It looks so good. Yeah. Cause it, it was like, it made you think, well, okay, now that like whatever his name was, his boss is now going to come and yeah, you know, it's going to cause hell. And I think some of the hill, the, the hillbillies, oh God, they're so annoying, but yeah, they're and it's funny because there's a cl- there's like one of the in the trailer there's a clip and like you know how the kids know everything now and the kids are like so which murders are okay and which aren't like and it was right. so funny because like like you're having a family discussion about like yes we murdered people yes this happened and then this kid is going all right so like in the scheme of things which murders are okay and which aren't just so i know <laughs> like right. Yeah. I'm trying, so, to, trying to look at everything that I had watched. And I feel like Ozark. I'm looking through everything on my Netflix queue. I feel like the only thing that I've been watching that I haven't talked about is The Affair. But since you're like way ahead, we can't really talk about it that much. No. But, but I had heard the third season's kind of crap. And that's the one I'm about to start compared to the other two is it bad yeah, or is the, it okay there's a, it's not crap it's just not as superior as the other two seasons okay. um but then i had actually i've been saving episodes of the affair and i just started watching season four uh friday and i and i think i went to episode like six or something or eight eight yeah and um season four is like a fr- it's like whole it's much better than season three. Cause I remember at the end of season three, I was like, fuck this shit. And then <laughs> I, that's why I waited. Cause I was like, I want to wait until I can have like four or five episodes. I watch them. And then I'm like, Oh my God, this is really good. Yeah. So yeah. That shows crazy. And Cause it's, like it's ending in season five. Okay. Good. Which, I, I, was... I mean, you, yeah, you can't go on for two long with this because that's I mean, exactly what i was about to say i was gonna be like I, I felt like even after season one i was like how's the show like gonna have more than one season i was <laughs> kind of hoping for six seasons because i like even numbers but you know my ocd can't be continued to consideration right. <laughs> but yeah it's really um 
if no one, if our two listeners haven't seen the affair, it's a really good show. It's not as like tell them it's not as soap opery as like you would believe. It's not as soap opery opery <laughs> as you would believe. <laughs> because like I feel like if I'm if we're talking like if a guy hears this and like he's like oh the affair that must be some girl bullshit. I know there's totally boobs in it. Yeah. I mean, there's dick in it as well, but there's there's boobs in it. it makes and it, it's enough. a compelling story. It's not just about, you know, the. it's about, like, you know, it's messy. It's so fucking messy. It's super messy. Like, the thing, the bad thing is, is I identify with Noah quite a bit. Yeah. But he's literally the worst. Like, he, he's an awful human being. And the fact that I identify with him, but it's like, just at least a little bit. Is, is is pretty bad i was always at first i was like i feel like i'm allison because she's like lost in a drift but then once season two hit i'm like oh my god i'm helen i really am helen helen's because, so cool yeah yeah the thing is with the affair is they give you two different well the first season you get two viewpoints on you know events season two opens it so you get four viewpoints Season three goes beyond that. Season four goes beyond that. So you're constantly watching a story, but it's being told through someone else's eyes. Yeah. And I, I think that's the most interesting thing about it is, you know, relationships are messy and complicated. Sometimes you cannot erase a connection to a person. It just happens. And right. man, fucking Helen is more attorney one, like uh, one Emmy, I think for the affair and i keep saying like she deserves all the awards yeah she does because helena just becomes like this powerhouse of a person she's super cool like like we were talking about with safe i feel like the season two of the affair the ending of that like I, i saw it coming as i was watching the finale yeah but before like before that last episode i i was completely wrong on how I thought it was going to end. Yeah. And so it, it kind of made it like, I, I'm glad that it ended in a way that I didn't really expect until like it got close enough to it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like the writing in that show is really well done. I don't know. <clears throat> there, there's a lot of stuff like that I want to watch, but just don't have the time, but the affair is definitely worth watching. I feel like. It's definitely not like a show that I would have watched normally. I don't know how I came on to it, but I think it, it just got like really high reviews. And I was like, well, this has to be somewhat, somewhat good. decent. Yeah. I mean, I think I started watching it for Joshua Jackson, not going to lie. He's um, super good in it, too. And then what happened was I just got like so hooked and I kept trying to like tell, like I was telling my mom, I'm like, you need to watch this. And she's like, is it about murder? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, oh, you know, no. Know. Well, I mean, my mom likes straight up murder. She's bug. Like, oh yeah, no, she didn't like it. It's not straight up murder. <laughs> my mother, my mother's first requisite for any TV show is there murder involved, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> should I feel safe in, That's why in my she house? Like Dexter so much. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, like anyone I told, I'm like. I think just because of the title, The Affair, like, everyone automatically thinks, like, oh, it's a Harlequin romance. And I'm like, no, it's really, it's a plain story about, like, what's well, not plain, but it's complicated relationships. It's a mess. It's it's life. Like, so there are some people out there 
like you know like that are messy and you know like life isn't always straightforward and you know you're connected to people and stuff and yeah so it's not it's not a harlequin romance but there is sex yeah, lots, lots of sex, sex. Awesome. so much sex yeah yeah well i mean with a show called the affair it has to have sex in it yeah but anyways Trying to think, I felt like there was a bunch of stuff that I want to talk about, and we just hit like an hour, and I still feel like we could have kept going, but we'll we'll end it here just because it's our first episode in a while. We'll probably we'll probably do more. Like we need to get back into the hang of things. I feel like yeah, but but I kind of want to just I want to do more just podcasts like this that we just just recorded where we just talk. I don't want a fucking format and a, you know, like a schedule shit. Screw that. That's for nerds. We're just geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Open the pot with a toke and we end with a mess. <laughs> so. I could I could take another head if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up to you. No, we're good. <laughs> we, we actually ended up talking about way more TV than I probably planned. I don't know. Oh, there you go. I'm so jealous right now. We've now become like a stoner podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Totally by accident. Like, guys, this is all medicated. (laughs) You should add that in our hashtags when we tweet out the podcast. Hashtag stoner. That's what what happened on our hiatus. Hashtag legalize (laughs) it. Like, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, so... Yeah, you should um, definitely check out our fucking podcast. We, we've been recording a bunch of stuff. We, we haven't done anything in a while, but if you want to go back and listen to some of the other stuff that we've done, like we've, we've covered like seasons of shows like Lovesick and, and stuff that you definitely could go back and listen to today, like... I feel like most of our timed podcasts were like when we tried to record stuff about the CW shows. Yeah. And those don't really hold up well, like after the episodes have gone past. But like I, I did like a review on Thor <clears throat> Ragnarok. So like you can listen to that anytime. But. And next time we will discuss my um, afterthoughts on Infinity War, perhaps. And if I am in, still in therapy because of Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be watching that again. I'm excited. Hopefully, Deadpool will come out soon too, because I want to see that. But yeah, uh, give us a like, a subscribe, you know, all that good shit. Um, let us know what you want to hear us talk about because we'll we'll talk about pretty much anything. Um, and I want to I want to start like I want to do like the fake ads and stuff like we were talking about. Oh, I almost thought you were gonna say fake accents, and I'm like, I've been waiting for you to say that my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, do you want to do a fake accent? Hello, Governor. Is it time? Yeah, exactly. To bring old Duchess Carrie back onto the podcast. <laughs> oh, My heart stopped because I was like, he's going to say fake accent, isn't he? Yeah, t- take another, take another hit. <laughs> All right, good night. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, follow us at Geekstock TV, and we'll. Talk, talk stuff. To you, talk, talk stuff to you in your ear next time. <laughs> Bye.
that's a mess. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's, like, I feel like this whole podcast is a mess, and that's okay. 